Yo, what's good, people? It's Jay Cactus, and we're back again with episode eight of Cactus Convos. Today, I've got another sick producer with me, real special guest this time. He's got some crazy credits. He's worked with people like Roddy Rich, Rich the Kid. I've seen Soldier Boy credits, done a lot of work with Manchester writers as well, like Tunde. Yo, the list is just endless. He goes by legendary keys. So, what's good, my bro? What's good, bro? What are you saying, bro? It's good to have you on, man. I know you haven't done nah, many interviews, have you? Yeah, nah, never, bro. I've never done them before, you know. First time for everything, man. <laughs> yeah, come on, bro. But, yo, I, there's so many things I want to go through in this podcast. You've got some, even yeah. just reading them credits out there, there's some crazy credits there. And yeah, I know it I hasn't been that. like an easy story. I know you've worked hard to get to that point. So, before we yeah. get into all of them credits, let's just take it way back. So if you could just okay. give me a little overview, talk to me about how you even got into producing, how you started making beats, like where it all started. Okay. Um, from bro, to be honest, yeah, mm. when I first started, um, I didn't even think I was going to be a producer, bro. Like, I never thought of it, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I got kicked out of college, kicked out of school. From there, I thought, yo, what am I going to do next? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mom yeah. was telling me to get a job and finally got a shitty little job. And I didn't like it, bro. I thought, fuck this, I'm, I'm doing something else. Yeah. And one of my mates, it was about five years ago, he came around, came around to my house. He was like, oh, what do you do? I was like, nothing, bro. Like, nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I cooked out. And he goes, um, he makes beats. So yeah. I was like, all right, you make beats. But he gave me the program. And from there, bro, it just, it just. The rest is history. <laughs> yeah, it was history, bro. Is that FL Studio then? Yeah, FL Studio 12 now, man. Yeah. So how many years ago yeah. is this? Like, when did you first open about FL Studio? Five about five, six years ago. Five, six years ago. Yeah. yeah so yeah. when you when you first started, what kind of beats were you making? Was it always like UK rap? We did like boom bap? Beats, like trappy beats, you know what I'm saying? The old yeah. school trap beats. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't really have a sound right now. Have like, like my Detroit sounds, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear that. So yeah. you've been like back then... What was your, your game plan when you first started off? Were you just trying to just trying to make beats? Were you were you doing like the YouTube thing? Were you sending beats out to no, artists? Uh, to, be honest, bro, to be honest, it was a hobby thing. It was just a joke at first with um, one of my old friends, uh, Kelly, in it. Yeah, he, he, oh, Kelly's my tight boy, man. Um, we used to we used to cook up beats on, on in, in you know those little speakers that you used to get little water speakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Used to yeah. Create speakers to that in it, mm-hmm. and just go try and make beats on that when I first started in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, I didn't really know what I was, where I was heading. It Did was just, let's just make beats to see what it, what happens, you know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. How were you learning as well? Was it your boy showing you everything or were you learning through you know, tutorials? Nah, like, nah, bro, didn't watch no tutorials. They gave me the project, yeah. uh, not project. They gave me the FL Studio. Yeah. And bro, when I first time I opened it, I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. There's so many things that like, you can dial. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm going through it and I just learned myself. Yeah. How to use it. You just got to dive straight in the deep end, didn't it? Like, you just got to play with yeah, things, tweak things, dragging sounds. I take it you didn't have any, like, music theory knowledge. You didn't play any instruments or anything like that either. No, bro. No, not at all, bro. I never even thought I'd do music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But what kind of what kind of stuff were you listening to, though? Or what was, like, the real inspiration? Was it? Did you always have a passion for music? Or was it just, like, you seen your boy do it no, and you thought, you know what, I could try this? a lot of music hip-hop yeah. songs and old Tupac do you know what I'm saying when I was younger yeah that like old songs but I didn't I was never never thought of being a musician do you know what I'm saying or making yeah. beats or a yeah I hear that 
So obviously five years is like a long time to get to this point. So there's obviously been a lot during that come up. So talk to yeah. me about, so you first started making beats, you were just yeah. doing it as like a hobby. So when did you start taking it serious? When did you think, you know what, I'm going to try and make this a career. I'm going to just go all in with this. To be honest, it took me a year to, 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 to even learn how to use the program. It yeah. took me a year. And the next year, I just learned how to like physically find a sound. Yeah. So I'm making beats. And then um, I think the next year after that, I was, I was, I was watching these YouTube, started watching YouTube, started, okay, everyone started posting. Yeah. So I started watching more selling the beats. I was like, I need to sell beats. So yeah. I was like, cool. Um, then someone from my school bought a beat off me. I was like, yeah, put him. <laughs> and then I realized from there I could have I could start doing it, selling yeah. it to different rappers, you know what I'm saying? That first beat that you sell, that's the best one ever, isn't it? When you first yeah, make some money selling one. a beat, it's like right, I could actually do this. Yeah, you know, I thought I was a man bro back then when I first saw the first beat. Yeah. What was the man I thought? Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> do you think your beats were good at that point as well? Like only after yeah, a year. Shit, bro, <laughs> say, with, with no tutorials, no nothing for a straight year. It can take yeah, some time to practice. Studio, if I played them in the studio to an artist now, they would think, get the fuck out of the studio. <laughs> you know what I mean? That just happens, man. Everyone starts off somewhere. It t- takes yeah, a while. Definitely. takes a while to get going. This is why, because I always get messages from producers on Instagram yeah. and everything asking me, like, why the beats aren't selling, why they're not yeah. getting anyone, like, on the beats. And then I say, yo, send me a YouTube channel. Like, send me beats. Let me take a listen. And then they send me the yeah. channel. Then they've got about five beats on there. I go to the beat stars. You know, the same again, there's five beats on there. There's no experience, no nothing. It's like, bro, yeah. it takes time. It takes time. Like, I, yeah, it, it, it takes a long time. Mm, like, if you were to guess now, how many beats do you think you've got in your catalogue? In my beat stars? Mm. Um, about over 300. I don't really upload to beat stars much, yeah. but now on my computer, I've got thousands. Thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes yeah. a long time, man. It's just one of those things, like, the more, you, the more you do it, the better you're going to yeah. get. There's, I tell everyone all the time, there's no shortcuts with this. There's, you can watch as many tutorials as you want, but until you start applying yeah. them techniques and actually doing it, you're not really going to yeah, improve. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So out of all of the the placements, uh, who was like the first rapper that you got on your beat other than maybe someone that you were talking yeah. to in school, but the first one where you thought, yo, this is actually sick. I've got this guy on my beat. The first placement I ever got was a Soldier Boy placement. Was that and your that first one? Yeah, that was my first what? Solo. How the fuck did that happen? Because Soldier Boy, that's that's Whoa. a big name. I saw I saw Soldier Boy's producer um, in the studio with him, and he was like, "Yo, I'm do- this is a funny story." He was like, "I'm doing collabs." Yeah. I was like, "Yo, like, I didn't really have the money." I was thinking, "Yo, I want to do a collab." But anyway, I got the money together and I got him. I paid him about two hundred dollars yeah. for the collab, and uh, he goes, "Send over your tag, send over a melody." Da, da, da. Sent over, and it was shit. <laughs> but I thought I might as well the opportunity you know what I'm saying it might, course, might yeah. not. so I paid him um, I did the collab with him sent it and a few days later I saw Soldier Boy working out to, to the beat to the song or you just saw it on so, his Instagram or something or his... on his Snapchat he was uh, or Instagram I don't yeah. remember what it was he was training in his gym to the song what that's and I remember mad. the beat and I'm thinking yeah I was buzzing bro I was jumping around like yo that's I crazy and, uh, but then the producer took my tag out uh. No yeah, so then from there, bro, it just made me think, you know what? Let me go harder than yeah. I've been before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He didn't give me my credits. So you, st- you still got all the credits, yeah? 
Yeah, no, I got all my credits. Yeah. I'm talking about that one soldier boy placement. Right. He did incredibly on it. You know what I'm saying? Really? So from there, it made me go harder and work on my own. And yeah. Just thought, let me keep going. Something else will happen. And then from there, opening doors. That seems doors like a... Even though, even though he's done that to you, I feel like that yeah. can't be too common. I always think it's wise to invest in yourself and pay for collabs because opportunities do come out like that. Yeah, and even yeah, though he kind of yeah, fucked yeah, you over yeah. with the tag, he's yeah. still, you've, you've still got that credit there. You've still got a track that Soldier Boy's jumped on. Yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Producer collabs is the way to go, man. Yeah. Was that the first ever club that you paid for? Um, yeah, first ever collab I paid for. That's crazy, man. Because usually you have to do yeah. something like that like quite a few times. It's not just, right, the first club that you pay for, something major is going to happen. It might be like the fifth yeah, time, it might be the tenth time. It was weird, man. It was bad. Yeah. It's good that you invested that way, though, because a lot of people don't want to yeah. spend money. A lot of people, it's kind of like cool kid syndrome where they're like, no, nah, I'm not paying someone to collab with me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Well, that's how it is in this music industry. Do you know what I'm saying? Everyone thinks they're on top. Yeah course yeah. and obviously if this other person's got a lot more experience and he's in the right rooms with people then then why not spend yeah. that money like you went out of your way yeah, even though you didn't I, that's what sorry that's why i always say yeah. to these producers you know i helped a lot of producers get their first placement and i just helped a producer get a placement on fabio Fon's new album that's crazy so i just tell them always invest in yourself yeah and it's not always about the money you know what i'm saying it's about if you've got a fire then why not give them an opportunity to to help them work with the network, like the people that you work with, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So how, how did that happen then? Did he just message you on Instagram? Yeah, uh, produce, like, you know how producers do the DM, like, my my DM's full of producers, yo, yeah. let's collab. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's collab, but he hasn't got any money. Right. Like, like he's struggling to make sale. I don't want to mention his name, but... Yeah. So I said, all right, cool. You know what, bro? If you got some fire, email at me. And that's what I say to every producer, if you can't, afford because everyone struggles you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so if you can't afford a collab i said all right send me some fire he sent me some fire and i thought you know what bro, i'll give i go watch your number i go let's work bro let's work back and forth and let's try and get a placement for you you know what i'm saying yeah and i first got him a placement with five year foreign and um one of my artists that i worked with and i flew to manchester called trev muller yeah so then um after that i just we started hitting placements back to back I bet that guy loves you now, doesn't he? He's got that yeah, free collab yeah, plus yeah, a major yeah, placement. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. How did you meet Fabio, by the way? How did that first placement happen? Uh, yeah. Bro, it was through um, an artist, Trev Muller, that I was just talking about. Um, yeah. I've known Trev and Fabio for, for many years. Yeah. Before even Fabio was, um, was a big artist, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember yeah. we was on the big time and he was like, yo, Key, send me a beat, man. Let's get to the studio and. I want to come to the UK, do you know what I'm saying? How many years um, ago was this? Was this even when he was well, doing drill? Because I don't know what he was doing before. Well, but... This year when he was doing the old school New York drill. Right. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The old school New York drill and he, when he wasn't doing the UK drill. And yeah. And um, I remember he was on FaceTime and he was like, yo, he was telling me about his life story and he told me, yo, man, I want to see like UK money. So I showed him UK money, not to brag, but just to motivate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I remember, bro, it was crazy. It just shows that um, if you be consistent, you know what I'm saying, look look at his success. Of course, yeah. How long has he been on the grind? Like, I obviously know of him, but I haven't looked into, like, the full story. Yeah, he's been, bro, for years, man. Yeah. He's been about for years. Him and Gino, young custom model, everyone. Yeah. In the Brooklyn scene. Yeah, facts. So what yeah. about the... 
I know you've worked with a lot of like local artists as well. I know you've done a lot of work with Tunde. Is that just someone that you know personally? Um, yeah, no, Tunde, I met at a video shoot, one of his video shoots. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Cook for, for bringing me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was, I don't remember when, it was about a year, two years ago. No, three years ago, I'm not sure. But yeah, Tunde, man, I met him at a video shoot. And from there, we just got in the studio yeah. with American artists. You know, I don't know if you know Joe Blow. The naming's about. I can't yeah, think. well, Joe Blow from LA, anyway, from him and Joe Blow and, and another artist called Lil AJ. Yeah. We was in a session, and from there we just worked. From there we built a sound together, do you know what I'm saying? The Detroit. Yeah. The Detroit shoreline just brought it to money, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. That's my little sound there, bro. So he has got his own <laughs> style, Tunde. Yeah. You yeah, did, you did the, the, his last video, didn't you? Um, like the uh, freestyle yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, the Daily Dupper. Daily Dupper, that's it, yeah. And that's hit over, what, how many views is that on now? I think it's well over a million, isn't it? Yeah, 1.8 million, I think. 1.8 million, that's crazy. Yeah. Is, that, is that the highest yeah, viewed yeah. beat that you've got? Um, or like single out there? What about the five-year ones? Have they passed that? Five-year, yeah, bro. I'm waiting for the album, man. I can't wait for the album. It's going to be a mad thing. Oh, you've done a lot of work on the new album, be. right? Yeah, yeah, and his new album is dropping. It should drop soon, man. Yeah. You, has he said mm. a release date? No, I have not got a release date. He said very soon, and him and his team are just telling yeah. it's coming out soon. Yeah. I think he posted on Instagram as well about it. Right. Yeah, because yeah. that, that'll be big for you, man. Like, because he, yeah, he's, right he's huge right now. He's huge right now. He's his last, I forget which, um, he had that first music video, not his first one, but the first one that went viral. That I forgot what it was um, called now. Which one? The big drip produced by Axel Beats. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I think that yeah, was the one that, that went one, viral. Like, I don't even know how many yeah, views yeah. that's on now, but that's been going crazy. Nah, I don't that, even know. It's on about 18 mil, I think. 18 mil, jeez. Because yeah. his type of beats are the ones that I produce, and he was like the keyword that I was going for. But I know yeah, he hasn't yeah, put yeah. anything out in a few months, so I'm waiting for him to drop another project, because as soon as an artist drops a project, that's when everyone starts searching for their type of beats. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. So how about YouTube as well? Because, in fact, before we move on to YouTube, let's go through the, the Roddy Rich placement because mm. that's huge as well. So how did that yeah, happen? Well, I'm, well, I'm still waiting for that, man. I'm waiting for his team to hit me back for that. I've got yeah. a song as well. Um, that was a collab as well, but it wasn't a paid collab. It was one of my homies, one of his producers that worked with him um, from America, LA. So it was through him. So that, said, that was another paid collab, did you say? No, no, that wasn't a paid oh, right, collab. Right. Yeah. Um, I've known him for years, isn't it? And he hit me up saying, yo, let's get a collab. I'm in the studio with um, da -da -da, Roddy uh, Okan. And him and Roddy actually jumped on the song. Yeah. That's produced crazy. by him and he recorded it as well. I was like, that's mad. That's mad. That's because yeah. he, he's another one that's just huge right now. So Yeah, he's absolutely mad, bro. Bro, you're building up your portfolio to something crazy. And I, I imagine know, like I the know. more the more credits that you get, under your name, yeah. the more that you've got on your socials, that just brings just so many more people to you. Because people, as soon as they go on your yeah. page, they'll be like, "Yo, he's worked with this person, this person." So, yeah, who's this producer? I, I want to work bro. with him. Mm. Yeah, definitely. That's what it is, bro. You're just having credits and credentials for yourself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, your catalog yeah. and who you work with. Of course, yeah. What about for for new producers though? Because obviously, everyone wants them placements. Everyone wants to get them yeah. them credits. But for new producers, it's obviously a bit hard. So let's say that someone's someone's beats are actually good. They've been producing for a few yeah. years. They're at their stage where they want to start getting artists on the beats. 
what do you think is the best direction for them to take? The best direction is, bro, um, just collabs. Collabs with new like producers that are already out there and paid yeah. collabs is the way, bro. That's how I started my whole career, paid, through a paid collab. Yeah. Through a, through a producer who ripped me off, took my tag out and didn't give me no credit. Yeah. Made me motivate me to go more. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go more harder and never stopped. And from from there, bro, it opened doors and doors for me. And I just kept on going. But yeah, collabs is the one, man. Yeah. Producers get on collabs going, man. And now you offer collabs as well, which, which I think is a good service, man. So anyone that's listening, like, are you still running that? Are you still running that deal? Yeah, I do collabs for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what are you looking for from producers? Just loops, like just melody loops, drum loops, or? Yeah, drill, melody, drill is the one at the minute that I'm yeah. working on. Yeah, back. yeah. So yeah, melody loops. Mainly melody loops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, melody so have you worked with any other maybe up and coming producers and landed other placements for them? I know you've done a lot of collabs, yeah, but uh, yeah, there's loads, bro. There's, there's one that I met from Blackpool that paid me from collab. Yeah. And this was a, a year ago, a year and a half. I could, I could name so many, bro. There's, there's actually one guy that paid me for a collab a long time ago. Shout him, man. We did the Rich the Kid one that's on Wellstar. Yeah. That's over 2 million views. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, Clubs is just the way, isn't it? Clubs is 100% the yeah, way. Um, you won't even believe this story. Um, so we got a collab. He paid me for a collab. I got him a placement. And Rich the Kid was performing in his country. Uh, yeah, like his city, innit? Yeah. And then, um, so he goes, yo, boy, I want to go to the show. So I said, all right. I called up Richie West and Young Dredd. And, and, um, and he was like, yo, meet, tell him to meet us at the show. Yeah. And that was through a paid collab. And then they got him on stage with him as well. What? <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, that was dope, bro. That's crazy, man. I think that's one we'll thing that I'm going for this year yeah. as well. Even if it's paid collabs, I'm just trying to get... Yeah. I think like last year, I was so focused on just building up like social media, building up YouTube and everything. Yeah. But I wasn't yeah. spending a lot of time working one-on-one with artists or collabing with other people. But I feel like this year, even just from what you're saying now, it's kind of motivating me personally to just collab nah, with as many fun, people bro. as possible. Mm. Yeah. That's how I'm, nah, I'm landing some placements as well. Like, I'll, yeah, yeah. not like major, major ones, but I'm starting to get more artists on my beats. And that's through working with other producers, me sending them loops. Because for someone that might might be quite busy and they don't have all the time to like network with people, why not pay someone yeah. that invests all of their time in networking with people or someone like yourself yeah, who's already got these connections? Because then you don't have to yeah. be like DMing people like all the time trying to build up these connections. You can just pay someone, do the collab with them and then let them do what they're best at. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. That's that's exactly what I do. I mean, make beats in my own time and um, producers that hit me up, I say, yeah, just send me them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get placements all the time, bro. It's quite easy for me. Yeah. I'm not being big-headed, bro, but it is really easy for me because I've got that net, that connections that I work with. Yeah. So I just offer it to producers, bro. Well, of course, so you, you, you've earned that. Then. You've earned that. It's been five years of grinding. You've got them, them placements. Um, you yeah. can tell that you're dedicated and it's just one of them things just build, building up connections isn't it you've got this network of people yeah, now so they're obviously coming back to you for beats like a lot of people like artists they might not be going through the emails all the time just checking beats most of the time they've probably yeah. worked with a producer before and they've had tracks that have done well so then they just go back to that producer and say have you got anything else rather than looking for yeah, new yeah, people all the time yeah, that's what I'm saying bro 
Do you get involved in studio sessions much when you when you're doing yeah, these tracks? No, I, at first, bro, I didn't really do that. I was just a bedroom studio producer. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never really was ner- not nervous, but I didn't want to do it. like I just wanted to stay home with the club. But now, yeah. for the past two, two, three years, I've been in sessions with artists with Rich the Kid, yeah. Jay Crit, Don Q. There's a lot of them. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Of course. It's better to get yourself in a session, though, bro, because, you know, when you're at home, people don't really know what you're like. Or, but when you're in your session, you can flick through beats, build more connections through the studio session. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Work with different type of artists and just build a network, bro. Build your connections. 100%. Yeah, I feel like people can get too comfortable because it's obviously nice and cosy in your house, isn't it? You can just yeah. sit down, yeah. make your beats, <laughs> send a few DMs, but... Once you actually dive into a studio session, then then you're there with people then. But what about yeah. for, for new producers, though, that don't really know anyone? How could they maybe get into a studio session? Because it seems like in America, it's a bit different. There's all these like huge studios. Everyone's just running sessions. People can just hop in and out. They might be in the room next door. It feels like it's not really yeah. like that in the UK, unless I'm missing no, it's something. Mm. It's different in the UK. you you got to make sure that you, you and the artists are building together in a session. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, for new producers, well, just Instagram is the way. Instagram, yeah. build, build your brand as a producer, yeah. network, work with other collab, through other collabs, build with, with upcoming artists as well, not just go for a big placement. Yeah, facts. I feel like that's what I've been doing for for the last five years, bro, just working with big artists, yeah. not worrying about upcoming artists, but really, bro, upcoming artists, you can build an artist from scratch and blow him up, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, I speak about this a lot as well because a lot of people will just go for the big placements and they might send emails out to to like Roddy Richard Five Year Forward. Obviously, it's working for you, but for a lot of people, that might not work. So maybe the best bit is to start a little bit smaller. Start with some. Yeah, sorry. To be honest, bro, I don't send it through the email. So what I do is when I make a beat, I have a drill beat. I just ring them or FaceTime them or give them a little text. Maybe I just made a banger for you and they also send it straight home. So I send it to his phone. Mm, that quick personal yeah, connection emails it, it gets blocked because imagine how many producers that email yeah yeah you know what I'm I can't imagine rappers just sitting there either just going through all them emails they might click on a couple yeah, but too many emails they don't really do that though. they just pull up a beat from either their phone they, yeah. they email they send it to the, straight to the engineer to pull it up yeah how, yeah, that might be a little gem in fact. I, I've heard a lot of people talk about this is to get close with the engineer because a lot of the time yeah, yeah, it's the engineer yeah. that's playing the beats to the yeah. artist, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not really built. like I don't really do that with the engineer, but I've heard a lot of people speak about it on podcasts. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. kind of makes sense though. Kind of makes yeah, sense because like we were just well, saying, like you know. people aren't really going through all these emails. They've got work to do. They've got writing to do. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. So get tight with the engineers. And plus the engineers not going to have as many emails because not as many people are sending stuff to them compared to what they're sending to the artist. Yeah. So how about like sync placements? Do you ever go for anything like that to get your beats on like maybe TV Um, ads or has that ever happened? I've had my beat on the biggest TV show in America, Love and Hip Hop. Oh yeah, yeah. I know the show. Yeah. I've had that through through Safari. I don't know if you've heard of him. From New York. I don't think I, I think have. think it's Nicki Minaj's ex's husband. Uh, oh, shit. That's big then. Yeah. So how, that how, how did that happen? That was my second placement after the Soldier Boy one. Jeez. How did that happen then? That was, 
That was through a um, was it a collab? Yeah, yeah. He sent he sent me over some dancehall melodies. So yeah, I, I finished off that. Got it. Got him a placement. So jeez, you've hooked up a lot of people. I bet from yeah, that definitely. first collab where the guy kind of fucked you over. I bet that's just made yeah. you. Well, it motivated yeah, well, you for a start. That motivated me to go ten times, a hundred times harder. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it also probably it also probably made you want to collab with other people and treat them the right way because you you've had this happen yeah. to you. It's like I don't want to. I don't want anyone else to go through this. So if it, no, I I ever, mm. this this music industry uh, it's, it's not good, bro. It's, it's all it's all fake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, that's what I just do, mate. Me, bro, I work on what I've got going on and just keep it quiet. So I think that's the best thing to do. I think a lot of people stress about what other people are doing they compare themselves to yeah. others they're always watching these other people but yeah. yeah. everyone's got their own lane yeah. everyone's got their own journey hmm? especially producers hiding behind like yeah. the wall looking at other producers you know what I'm saying <laughs> watching what they got going on I know. not focusing on themselves yeah everyone's got their own yeah. lane like it, it could take someone a year to blow up it could take someone five ten years yeah, to blow up like yeah. you, you just don't know literally the, the only thing you could do is Try as hard as you possibly can. Do everything that you can. Network with as many people. Collab with people. Invest in yourself. Pay for collabs if you've got the money. And then yeah, you just, you just never know. You never know who you meet, who that yeah. collab gets to. Like there's, there's so many different ways you can do it. So, yeah, I think people need to stop stressing about what other people are doing and just focus yeah, on your own stuff. Like, this year, bro, like for the past five, six years, I've been chasing placements. Yeah. And I thought to myself, why am I why am I not working with upcoming artists, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I started working with upcoming artists, building relationships. Building relationships is the key. Yeah. To connecting, you know what I'm saying? Having relationships with artists is the best. Um, but yeah, building relationships. But this year I just want to focus on YouTube. Like you see how you've been focusing on your YouTube and brand. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to do. Focus on YouTube and it's more sales, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I know we spoke about this a little bit the other day because I know yeah. with, with getting placements, it can be, I imagine for one thing, like the pay can be kind of long because you have yeah, to deal with the business really side not. of it. You might not get the best percentage yeah. and you got to wait for the tracks yeah. to come out. Then you wait to collect your royalties. So have you, have you had yeah, some bad experiences with that? Yeah, definitely, bro. It's long, but wait, you got to wait six months to get your royalties. Yeah. And it's just headache with the paperwork. You know what I'm saying? The contracts, the agreements, yeah. the back and forth. You got to wait for the, the look. You gotta hit the lawyer up, wait for them to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I don't really like, bro. So I just rather I wanna this year. I've been doing that for the past five years, paperwork and everything. Yeah. I rather this year I just focus on my YouTube and building my subscribers. So yeah. I've been trying to do it for years, but I think I've been on and off. So yeah, yeah. I had a look on YouTube. I think the first upload was like 2015, was it? Yeah, that's when I started YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So you're probably yeah. just up- uploading every now and again at the start and then you were yeah, uploading I, more further down the line. At the start, I didn't really know how YouTube works. You know what I'm saying? I used to just post yeah. randomly a few times a day. But now, now I'm posting every day, to be honest. Now I'm trying to get it every day. Yeah, I think that's the best thing to do. Definitely. I'm not even yeah. posting every day at the moment, but if you can post every day, then... And you're using like the same keywords all the time. You're going for the same yeah, type bro. of artist. You don't even need to post every day. You got 20,000. <laughs> it's a little bit yeah. different with tutorials though. Because tutorials, are, they're long, aren't they? And the way I saw it was yeah. if, if I put out a video like every day, I'm, yeah. people are like 
usually just watch the latest one, don't they, when they go to your channel. So I thought if I'm uploading one every day, the quality might not be as good in each one because I'm probably spending less time on it. And also I just thought maybe I'm fucking it up in a way because I'll upload like one video and before everyone's seen that, I'm uploading another one before everyone watches yeah, that. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's like, it's kind of clear. I've got one on Tuesday, one on Thursday, every week at 6 p.m. And I can put a little bit more time into that video, so I know it's going to be a good one for people to watch. Yeah, because then you can schedule it in it. You know what I'm saying? Schedule yeah. it to drop on that. Yeah, you have exactly. more time to work on it, more time to edit it. Exactly. Make it better. I can't lie, like the editing, video, editing videos is is kind of long. It's kind of long. Yeah. And that sometimes I feel like that, that holds me back in some ways because it stops me from making beats as much. Like I'm not one of them producers that will just be in my room just making beats all day. I'd be like doing videos. I'll be doing like working on sample packs. Um, obviously, you know, running like the bro, business that's side. That's what, sorry, bro. That's what rappers think we do, isn't it? Yeah. Sit in our bedroom and make beats all day. Yeah, yeah. But really, bro, being a producer is actually a headache. Yeah. You've got answering emails, answering DMs, getting contracts sorted, getting paperwork done, yeah. uploading to YouTube, making beats, you know, send, send out the placements. Of course. But it's yeah. not easy being a producer, but it's a good grind, man. It is definitely. How many? Talk me through your usual schedule then. So when you you wake up, like, do you have a usual schedule every day? Do you, you, is it like a certain um, yeah, amount of beats I'm that you want to make? Or? Yeah, I'm in a routine. I wake up, you know, what I'm saying, get the dog walked, sort the dog out. Yeah. Straight away, get cooking, making beats, and literally that's it. Literally, get studio sessions done. Yeah. See what else I've got to do in the evening about paperwork or contract agreements. Yeah. I literally like it, bro. Do you have a do you have, have a manager, by the way? A, no, I don't have a management. I've been doing independent. Doing everything. For the past five years. Yeah. I've had a lot of uh, managements hit me up and trying to manage me and take me out for dinner and that, but you know. <laughs> it be Wine and dine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. bro. Yeah. Well, obviously, they've seen the credits under your name. They've seen you with some success. Everyone wants a piece of the cake, innit? Yo, definitely everyone wants a piece of the cake, man. Now, but bro, for upcoming producers, they will get there, man. Just got to keep focused and look for the long run, not just for the quick quick money, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Focus on the long term. Of course, as man. As a producer, bro, like, think about what, where you're going to be in five years as a producer. Yeah. You never know what can happen, bro. When I first started, I didn't know. When I first made beats, that I'm going to end up producing for Roddy Rich, the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. Rich the kid, you know what I'm saying? I don't really know, but it's happened, bro. There's a lot coming. Yeah, I hear that. Well, it's one of them things as well. Obviously, you've got to have the passion for it. It's not just, like you said, it can't just be a, right, I'm in this to get some money. When you started off, you said that it wasn't even about like, oh, I'm going to be a producer. It was just, I just want to make beats. Like, I just want to produce. I'm yeah, kind of like, where it takes thing, me. Yeah. It was a hobby. Yeah, but then you would have had that switch at one point where you're like, right, I'm going all out with this now. Can you remember when that mm-hmm. turning point was where you're like, right, I'm actually going to make this a career. I'm going to, yeah, I'm investing everything into it. Once, once I got my first, was it first or second placement? Once I started getting placements like that, it, yeah. made, it just it made a switch. was like, right, now I need to get myself in a routine and get it sorted. Yeah. So every day I'm promoting, every day I'm sending out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. I just started making, making a little... Little um, thingy for myself. Of course, yeah. Routine. So, how about like the 
terms of like the business side of music and selling beats yeah. and you know dealing with like royalties and everything because you don't have a manager who's doing it all for you do you send stuff out yeah. to, to lawyers to look at or is it just one of them things that you had to learn along the way you just kind of dealt with the first no, contract no told, when i first started no one told me nothing i didn't know nothing about the music industry yeah. or the business side of music and the uh, business side of music is very important if you don't know the producer you know what i'm saying oh, of course um, if any producers need help with that DM me, I'll help you. I don't mind, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I remember when, it, when, I, when I didn't know any information about that, but yeah, bro. Yeah. I do everything myself and it didn't take me, it took me kind of long to learn. Did you, did you kind of make any mistakes in the past in terms of the, like the business? Did you agree to any yeah, contracts yeah, that you shouldn't have? Or? Yeah, yeah, a lot, man, a lot. Yeah. No, 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 when I say a lot, I meant like through the first, let's say, first three, four placements. Probably yeah. free. Can you remember what the, what, what the mistakes were? Did you agree to like less publishing? Yeah, or? I don't remember. It was, just, it was, I don't really remember to be honest, but you know what it is, but rappers like to push, push it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Rappers and the label and the lawyers they like to push it. Well, they, they like to take ages. They like to not agree on paying for the beat or yeah. the publishing. So, but rappers, bro, they don't really want to pay up front. They don't even like paying for beats, bro. They always want free things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, as a producer, since I was started, I had to do everything by myself, contracts, agreements, royalty yeah. shares, splits, split sheets. So it took me a long time to learn as well, bro. Yeah, there's so a I'm lot involved, man. There's a lot involved. There's a, I forgot yeah. what the book's called, but for any new producers, I'd recommend reading this. Right, let me Google it now whilst I'm here. There's one like main book for music business in the UK. It might just be called Music Business, like UK edition or something like that. Let me find it now. Because I actually read this recently and there's so many things in there. But the book's huge. Oh, this is it. So all you need to know about the music business. That, that, oh, that's actually the US version. And then the UK one is, it's just called Music, the Business. I think the latest one is the seventh edition. There might be a newer one. Anyone that's listening, yeah. read that. It's literally got every yeah. everything in it. Mm. So did you did you read anything like that? Or was it just, just Google and stuff as it came up? I don't really, I don't really like reading books, to be honest. But yeah, bro, yeah. Nah, it wasn't that hard. I just had to learn myself. If you had to break down, like if for new producers that are listening that have never really researched like royalties and splits, how would you break yeah. it down in like a in a simple way? Like how would you explain royalties to someone? Because there's obviously different types. It's like yeah, your mechanical yeah. royalties, and then you, you you know you stuff through PRS for like yeah. sync placements and I things like that. Yeah, bro, definitely. Every producer, if you're from America or UK. Make sure you're on BMI or PRS. Yeah. And make sure every time you, every time you make a song or with an artist, you get a split sheet out. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Watch yeah. it down and do a split sheet. Do you work out the percentages and who's getting what, and and the splits from the producers that are in it as well. Yeah. So to be honest, bro, just make sure that's what you need to make sure that's most important. Working yeah, yeah. with artists. Make um, sure the split sheets are there. So oh, what the P- yeah. the PRS. PRS collect things like live performances, radio play. Yeah. Um, if it's played on TV, I think. What does BMI collect? The same thing. Same thing. Is it just in, in the US? Yeah. Is that where they collect it? Yeah, it's American one. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you need yeah, BMI. Yeah, there's BMI and there's ASCAP. I think I said ASCAP or ASCAP. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other ones I don't remember, but I'm on uh, BMI, to be honest, and PRS. Yeah. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about YouTube then, because I know you've kind of, you've, in a way, wanting to make the transition of being like a, a so-called 
industry producer to a not a YouTube yeah. producer, but you're trying to be more active on there and get online sales as well. Yeah. Is there a reason for wanting to make that shift? Is it just so that you can be more in control of of your sales? Like there's no it's dealing just, with artists. It's just, and- it's just to be honest, bro. I I don't know. I just like I just like to post on YouTube, and it's just more, yeah, increase more sales. Um, yeah. That's it. I want to grow my subs. That's something I wanted to do since I was. Then I started making beats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. To my subscribers. For like the, there's been a there's been a big shift in the industry. Anyway, like back in the day, like years ago, it was mainly about producers just working one on one with artists in the studio. If you weren't doing that, then you weren't really doing anything. But now that yeah. obviously with YouTube and beat stars and everything, there's this whole other world, and you've got like 16 year olds making a killing yeah. selling beats online. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying, mm, so you might have like you might you might sell a beat for like a couple thousand by being like an industry producer. You might get like whatever your fears. I don't know what it is, but then yeah. you can have a beat on Beat Stars that's getting like a million views on YouTube, and you're not even selling the exclusives. So you're just selling like whatever the leases, yeah, thirty dollar leases, fifty dollar leases, and that's just like coming in. Like imagine how many sales you're getting from a a video, like a beat that's on a million views. I don't know how many it yeah, would be, that, but it must be a lot. That's what um, I think, Aunt, is it Aunt, Aunt Chamberlain? Aunt Chamberlain, yeah. yeah he that's what he it. said on his video, he said, um, you can just release it as many times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you get a million views, you get two million views, you get paid from either YouTube or YouTube monetization. Yeah, and, yeah. Ads, and also your beat leases, you know what I'm saying? It's more better than that. Yeah, it makes sense. So it kind of puts me off selling exclusives. Because it could be a slow month and then someone reaches out and they want to buy an exclusive for a couple hundred. And at that time, you might think, you know what? Yeah, like the beat's not really doing anything. But at the same time, that beat could pop off in a year's time. You just don't know. Mm. It's always like, I bet some of your old beats sell a lot more than like the new ones. Ones that you'd even Um, least expect. Yeah, I've got, yeah, I get a sale all the time from a beat that I made. You know, I don't know if you heard that produ- uh, not producer rapper called Rams that blew up yeah, a few yeah. years ago with Parkinson. Oh yeah, yeah. I made a type beat, I made a tight beat that sales all the time that yeah. I made a long time ago. Um, but bro, um, just as what you were saying before, selling exclusives—that's one thing you don't want to do. Yeah. Unless 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 someone's offering you a, at least a high amount. Yeah. Because and it's a, do you know what I'm saying? Because it could be a banger, and you could sell it. And now you've lost out and started leasing it again and again. Yeah. Um, the artist could blow up and you could sell it for the low. Like if you're doing deals on exclusive rights mm. and he gets that deal and then he's become number one artist in the world of that song, that's yeah. all you're getting. And then you're getting your percentages. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. If you was to, if you was to sell it to an artist, but for higher price, then make sure you're getting you're what you deserve you know what i'm saying yeah of course yeah i think the standard on beat stars um obviously when someone makes an offer for an exclusive like the standard on beat stars i think it's defaulted at 50 percent. but then the artist can type in what percentage they want to share because it comes through as an offer doesn't it so it might come through with like 500 pound and you only get 25 percent of the royalties Mm. so what, what would you recommend producers to go for, you know, if, if the fee's like kind of high, say it's something that they've never really had before, but then the royalties are, are real low, would you still recommend that they do that? Or do you think it's important to like, just, just nah, keep your royalties it's regardless? Important. It's important to keep the royalties, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the same time, 
don't even sell exclusives. Like, only sell it if you if you need to to get it. Yeah, yeah. I don't sell my exclusive rights unless it's big labels like Five Year Foreigns or yeah. you know what I'm saying, like Columbia Records or something. So, yeah, yeah, because that that credit know, that um, credit's going to be worth more than what they've paid for the beat anyway. Yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, then they get an upfront fee, which is the low or whatever you're selling it for, and then that's all you're getting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've heard that story so many times of people like they'll have a beat. Um, maybe it's getting some all right views on YouTube, but it's not really popping off. And then someone offers like maybe like 200 for the exclusive and they yeah. think, you know, I'm just going to take it. The beat's not really doing yeah, anything. Well, the producers that make a mistake, bro, they sell it for $200, not yeah. 200 pounds. Yeah, yeah. And then they get about what, one something and that's all they're getting. Yeah. And then the beat on YouTube starts taking off and yeah. it starts getting over a million yeah. views and then they can't sell anything. <laughs> I've yeah, heard a few well, people well, say that. So with you, with like the YouTube game, um, I know the main artist that you've been going for. It's like Manchester artist, isn't it? You've been going for Tunde. Yeah, a Manchester artist, Tunde, Mastermind, Meeks. Yeah. Everyone that's in Manchester right now that's doing beats. So yeah. Yeah. How long have you been doing their type of beats? Roughly. Um, I do Tunde and Meeks type beat mostly because yeah. that's my sound and that's what we, um, you know what I'm saying, we built in Manchester the sound. Yeah, yeah. So I did it most, but, bro, there was a time, yeah, where I was just working with American artists, mm. and I was thinking, why am I doing that when I'm from the UK? Yeah. And then I just shifted to the UK for now, but it's working with all the, the, at first they were all like upcoming artists, and then we just made a sound and name for themselves, so. Yeah. Well, you were, you were probably doing them before they were blowing up, because, like Meeks, yeah. he's blowing up in the UK right now. He's killing it. Although they're not like worldwide, they're not like huge right now. Sometimes they can be better ones to go for because there's not a lot of competition. Because for people like, mm. even like 5 year everyone's doing 5 year type beats. I'm doing them, yeah, which is probably a mistake. But yeah. yeah, everyone's trying to go for these big artists, but they're forgetting that every other producer is also going for these artists. So if you go for the local ones that are maybe still popping off, but more... Just more local, just more low key. Then, as they rise, your producer channel is gonna rise as well. I always say it's kind of yeah, like yeah. investing in a stock. Like if you get one of them companies that is just starting off and you really believe in it, if you put some money in yeah. at that point, when that company rises, you're gonna like grow with that company. Do you know what I mean? You're gonna make a lot yeah, of money. It's best. It's best to go for these local artists, upcoming artists, because everyone's doing you know like future type beats. Everyone, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah. To think about the bigger channels that I already. Popping off that Roddy Rich type beats, future type beats. So what I'm doing right now is working off the upcoming. Well, it wasn't upcoming; they were upcoming at first. Yeah, yeah. I started doing meets. I was started doing meets into other type beats when nobody started doing it. Yeah. So then I started doing it, and then I, I went off, you know, on and off YouTube. Yeah. But right now I'm just working on every day just posting meets type beat, meets type beat, other type beat. Yeah. So even though you had that buzz, obviously, like because you're uploading beats now, if someone comes to your channel then they see that beat, then they're going to go to your other ones as well because all of the previous ones that you've been doing are them. You see, you see with my YouTube channel, you know what you're getting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know you're getting that sound, that Detroit sound, that, that rap UK rap beats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's all I'm uploading at the minute to grow my YouTube. Mm. I think that's, that's the key because, again, I get a lot of messages from people asking me to look at the YouTube and they say, why aren't I getting sales? And then I look yeah. at the YouTube and then, the thumbnails for a start always look different. It's like just something completely random every time. The titles are always different. One day they're uploading a boom bat beat. The next day they're uploading yeah. drill. Then they're uploading <laughs> trap or something else. But yeah. 
you get subscribers because subscribers, like you said, they want to come to the channel and know what to expect. They want to be like, yo, I'm going yeah. to Legendary Keys because he's got this particular sound and I know that any beat that he posts is going to be something that I could fuck with. Yeah, but if, if you were uploading Boom Bap one day and then EDM the next day, everyone's going to be like, Why, what's going on? <laughs> that's why right, that's why producers are not going on YouTube. Like, I had to learn from, from years to go on YouTube. Yeah. I've actually met a producer that, but I've known this producer for about a year now. And uh, he's only been doing, I think of the year, he's only been doing YouTube for three months, bro. And when I first met the producer, he had 800 subscribers. Yeah. Bro, three months later, he's at 11K subs. What? Even you know, even eight hundred in the beginning is a lot. Yeah. It can take over a year to to build up that. I think, yeah, is that the one you mentioned beats. the other day? Does he do drill beats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's built up that channel quick. Then did he share any sauce with you? Did he kind of say the same thing? Like, yeah, he gave me the sauce, bro. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He gave me the sauce. Uh, good thumbnails. Good. Um, make sure your thumbnails stand out and eye catching. Yeah. Um, make sure your beats are hard. And upload it all the time at the same time. Yeah, good yeah. keywords, you know what I'm saying? Good yeah. tags. Do you use any of them tools like VidIQ and TubeBuddy to um, do keywords? Yeah, I got VidIQ, but I don't really use it. Yeah. I feel like it's it's good like at the start to give you a, a bit of an idea, but it's, it, I don't think it's that accurate. I don't think... Yeah. Because YouTube don't yeah, really share I, the data, do they? I nah, I don't think so. I, everyone's telling me VidIQ, what's the other one? TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy, yeah. Yeah, I don't use them at all, bro. I just upload with the tags that I made, uh, that I made, and just keep uploading every day at the same times. Yeah, at seven pm. That that's what I do as well, seven pm. But I'm doing that every yeah, other day yeah. at the moment. I need to I need to switch it up and start doing every day because I always preach it to people. I'm saying you need to be uploading every day. But yeah, well, you can just you, know, you can sit back and upload once a week because you got twenty thousand subs. <laughs> not on my not my beat channel though. I'm worried about my, my no, beat channel. I need to be uploading every day on my beat channel. But I think because I'm running the other channel with the tutorials, like, yeah. that, that just takes up a lot of time. So, but we'll see. I'm not one of them producers either who makes like 10 beats every day. Like, That's I what I used to do, bro. I used to literally make 10 beats a day. Like I used to try and stress myself out. And yeah. I need to get 10 beats done. I need to get 10 beats done. But then I figured out myself, why not just make three or five, four? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or even two, two, two in a day, you got one to send out and you got one to put on YouTube. Of course, yeah. And plus, if you're so just doing two a day, you've got more time to spend on them beats. You can probably, yeah. they're, they're going to be better. I feel like if you're trying to yeah. bang out like 10 beats yeah, every day, yeah, yeah, you're going to rush it and the quality might dip a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The more time you spend on the beat is the best that like, when you upload it, definitely on sale. Because you, you, you spend time on the beat, you've not just rushed it to bang it out. Yeah, of course. I feel like that's that's what a lot of people will do. They get stressed out because like, ah, I haven't I haven't made ten beats today, and they'll, they'll just like yeah, fire yeah, up yeah. any old melody that is kind of shit, and they just upload it for the sake yeah. of it. So it's yeah, yeah, I think you're right there. What about let's get into like the technical side then? Like when you open FL, what are some of your like go to plugins? I know when I was listening <laughs> to your beats, I know you like pianos. You've got that sick like yeah. UK piano kind yeah, of vibe. Yeah, cool. The plugins that I use that are my go-to ones are Nexus Three, Nexus yeah. Two, and Purity. I know they're the most, the most easy to get, and yeah, I don't, I don't really use Atmosphere and, and all them. So it's ne- I haven't even tried Nexus that's Three. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even tried Nexus Three yet. I'm guessing yeah. it's good then. 
Yeah, it's really good, man. Pure Pure is an old school one as well. Pure has been yeah, around for a while. Because of the, you know, the, the UK rap beats that I made, the Detroit song. Yeah. I had to get the bass from there. The bass from there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I've used it for the bass. I've, I think I've got it sitting there, but I just never really used it properly because I've been... It, it comes good for that Detroit bass, you know, the T Grizzly type bass. Yeah, yeah. There's one plug-in, I think it's got off synth. I like to use it. I need, I need to try that. How about drums as well? Have you got a go-to drum kit? Uh, yeah, I've been using the same drum kit for time. I bet no one knew that. <laughs> well, I don't really bother about drum kits, to be honest, bro. It's about like how you I, use the sound, got, isn't it? Um, I used to get my drum kits from Cash Money AP, from you know the big producers and that. Yeah. And that. yeah. Um, well, it was time ago now. I just use my. I want to. I'm gonna bring out a drum kit very soon, actually. To be honest. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good thing to do, man. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good thing to do because I think just having multiple revenue streams is just just sick overall. Because like, if one thing starts lacking, like you've got a month where beat sales aren't doing as good. Yeah, you've got to stand on. Do you get me? Yeah, of course, of course. That's why I've been doing it. And to be honest, like drum kits sell a lot more than my actual beats. But I think that's down to my YouTube that's channel, right. the tutorial channel, like just growing so much. Um, Most of my traffic comes from there. Yeah, that's yeah. mad though. Have you got a Say that again. So I didn't even expect that. I thought your beats sound more. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I think I think like I yeah. said, I think it is just down to the the other YouTube channel just growing so much. The tutorial side, because obviously that one's aimed at producers a lot of the time. Because yeah. I, I was using my own drums anyway. I'm kind of like geeky with it. Like I get all technical. I get into sound design and everything. So I was using no, my own drums good. anyway, and then when you start doing tutorials, people see the sounds that you're using in the tutorials. You're proving yeah. that you're making fire beats with them. So then people want the sounds that you're using. So it kind yeah, of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. But the beat channel, I definitely want to get the beat channel growing because I see the tutorial one popping off, but then the beat one's just not going like as fast. The beat one, I, think, I think the beat, bro, to, to get your channel popping is hard, bro, because every, every, they think of it, there's millions of producers across the countries yeah. and they're all doing beats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They're all doing one rich type beats, feature type beats, you know what I'm saying? All these type beats. Yeah. So you just got to pick one or two artists and just focus on it. Yeah. Yeah, facts. That's what, what yeah. everyone's kind of said to me as well. I was joining, yeah. like, speaking of Ant Chamberlain, in fact, I was joining one of his live streams because he's got, he does this course for producers and same thing with yeah, investing in yourself, even though like, points. yeah, a hundred points. Yeah. So obviously, even though I teach, I, I still don't think that I know everything. I still like to learn from other people. So when I see things like that, I like investing in courses. I like investing in stuff like that just to see how other people do it. Um, and yeah, he was dropping some gems in the course, but that was the same thing that he did because he did the marketing video and he was just telling everyone about how you should only be picking one artist, two artists max. Like everything should just be the same all the time. Like obviously with the way that your thumbnails look. In fact, to be honest, with the thumbnails, he don't even really, he doesn't yeah, he create does thumbnails. Nah. He just used he chose the tube. Yeah. Have you he seen that? Sorry. I was just going to say, have you seen um, that website, Tunes the Tube, where you just drag in the MP3, you drag in the picture, and then it makes the video no, for I've you? I've seen a lot of people do that, but no. That's, it's, it's a time saver. Like, I, ha I don't use it personally, but I feel like I need to because right now I make videos in fl do you know that z game yeah. visualizer have you used yeah, that yeah yeah, yeah. Nah, i used it when i first started making beats <laughs> never used it again 
Yeah. So you have to wait for a while for the video to export, obviously. But with Tunes to Tube, you literally just drag in the MP3, drag in the picture, yeah. and it's linked to your YouTube account. So as soon as you drag them in, it just creates the video for you and uploads it. So you don't have to sit around yeah, waiting for the no. video to render. I can yeah, be a real, real time saver that. So yeah, I think just yeah, I use um I make the picture and I just bang it on. I use to be honest, bro. If I tell you this, it's gonna be mad. I put it through my phone, so I use it uh, on my phone to make the video and then upload it through my phone and edit on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that seems kind of long if you're working on a laptop. How come you don't bro, just do it on a no. laptop? Yeah, it's just long, bro. I don't know. I just, it's just faster, bro, for me. Yeah, I suppose it's whatever you get used to in it. Like if you're used to doing yeah, that, yeah, yeah. you know your workflow. So that makes sense. So how about like your plans moving forward then, apart from the, the YouTube channel? Is there anything else that you want to talk about? Because you've got you've got the drum kit um, dropping, hopefully at some point, a big project with 5 year Foreign. Yeah, 5 year Foreign's album is dropping very soon. Um, I've got, I'm actually doing my own UK and USA, um, produ not producer tape, but like a tape, yeah. like an album. Yeah. Um, again, I'm going to get features, legendary keys featuring this and this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. bringing two UK and American artists together, shooting a video and putting it all out. That's what I'm working on at the minute. Getting some big names on there. Mm, that's that's a big move. That's a, a big move. Very big name, bro. I guess there's probably not much you can say on it right now, is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's one of them. But still, though, I think I think that's a sick move for, for any producer once they start making a... Once they start building up that personal brand, because then they can release yeah. projects under their own name. And it's not just that artist. Because sometimes, a lot of the times, producers don't even get credited they might get like credits where they can like collect royalties, but on the YouTube channel, yeah. they're not even mentioning the producer. But if you're acting more yeah, as the artist, artists, artists, don't like, artists mm. don't like to mention our producer. They don't like giving us credit, so we have to make sure we get our credits and yeah, you know, get our payments and yeah. But if not, we just take it down. And then it can be you featuring the artist, so like you're the yeah. main artist really, and you're featuring mm. these artists on your beats. I think that's going to be the way forward. Uh, yeah. It's kind of what DJ Khaled does, doesn't it? Like DJ Khaled, Ed, yeah, Chris yeah. Brown. Yeah. But me saying that, everyone calls me DJ Khaled. <laughs> Yo, does, does Khaled, I know he, he must make beats, but it seems like Khaled's more of a, he just like brings everyone into the room. He kind of orchestrates it all and like tells people what to do. Like he, yeah, he's got yeah, ideas for the hook like and everything. Man. Yeah, yeah. But does he actually, he must actually make beats though. No, I don't think he does, but I think he does. does I he think not? he's got a producer that he pays. Yeah. Something like that, because well, I don't get how he... I think he just brings artists together, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like what no, an old think. school like producer was, in a way. Like, because producers weren't always like beat makers. They were that guy that was just yeah. in the studio, just pulling everyone together, bringing session musicians in, telling people like what yeah. to do. But he knows how to make a hit, so it obviously works. Because people want to work with him because everyone wants a hit, don't they? So work yeah, with Khaled, listen to what he's saying, and then, yeah, you've got a hit straight away. So yeah, bro. it's still a skill. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. That's what kind of what I'm doing, but I'm getting probably upcoming artists, but I've got some big names on this album. So yeah. I'm just trying to put it together in it and, and release date and get a cover art and shoot videos. That's my main. Do you know roughly when you're looking thing. to drop it? Um, In the middle of this year. Yeah. I'm just getting everything together at the minute. I've got one or two features sorted. And, but yeah, bro. And I've also got more big placements on the way as well. So yeah, I yeah. don't really want to speak about it. I just want to let it, let it happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Of course. Sounds like you've got some exciting stuff happening then, man. 
Just going back to that thing as well with people not wanting to credit producers. That always bugs yeah. me, man, when I'm watching a video and there's just no mention of the producer. I don't I don't get why yeah. they don't want to do it. It's like they don't want to I add this extra it. name, like it's gonna make the title yeah. look ugly or the something. Thing, like, the I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have to pay for it. If you give them for free, then they'll do it happily. But if they pay, if you pay, if they pay you for the beat, yeah. then they think they're doing you a favor. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't get it myself, bro. It's, it's gonna keep going. That's gonna keep going. By crediting the producer, it's only gonna help them because it's gonna have your name in the video as well. So if people are searching your name, then their video is mm-hmm. also gonna come up, and it's also just gonna. I don't, I don't know. Uh, eyes are just too big headed, isn't it? <laughs> you don't want to give. Our, our credits to. I've heard a lot of stories where producers are not getting their credits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess that's another so reason why you wanted to get not out of the industry, but just kind of just you want to you want to be the boss of it, essentially, don't you? You want to like run your own shit and not worry about what everyone else is doing. You just want to kind of build up your own. No, I've, been, I've been running my own home for the past five years. I don't have a management. I'm independent. Yeah, I've been doing everything by myself, but. That's the reason why I wanted to move to YouTube just to give myself a break from that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's dealing with that is a headache, bro. Yeah, I was just honest. about to say less, less headache is probably the main reason. Yeah. It? But yeah, bro, I think we've been through pretty much everything. We've gone through your placements, like the YouTube getting working with artists, everything that I kind of wanted to go through with you. So, well, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I think you've dropped some major nah, gems for people. Anytime, man. I think you've helped a lot of producers out. I think it's going to be another one that people want to listen yeah, to. So, yeah, bro. I appreciate you coming on. And just before you go, just let everyone know where they can find you. Like, let everyone know what your socials are. You can find me on Legendary Keys on everything YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah. They're the main ones. Legendary right. Keys. Everyone, go follow him up. Legendary Keys. It's been good having you, bro. Much love. I'll speak nah, to you soon. Bro. All right. One.